0: Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new, live, local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hey,
2: hey, hey. You know, if you've ever met somebody that you've known from the very beginning you're going to love... I think uh, I have a person that's my guest host today that fills that uh, fills that uh, description, Pastor Dennis Hodges. That's who he is. I kind of fell in love with him the first time I met with him because he was an outspoken lover of Jesus Christ, and he's not afraid to make mention of that. Make mention, nothing speaks it uh, clearly, almost every breath. Uh, pastor Dennis Hodges is uh, the pastor of the church in Lemon Grove called the Church of Yeshua HaMashiach. And uh, it, it kind of sounds Hebrew, doesn't it? Well, he did that on purpose because that's he has discovered the invaluable truths found in the Hebrew perspective from uh, biblical truths, uh, and he's digging into them uh, and and revealing God's revealing major things to him and through him. We're going to spend a lot of this show talking about that with some of his other amazing guests, Pastor Den- uh, Dennis. How you doing?
3: Oh, blessings to you, Kaz. <laughs> all is well. Oh, all is well. Uh, thank you all so much well, for nice. allowing me to be here to co host oh. with you today. You, you've got to know you've got a show on uh Cape Ears East. Yes, well. yes, every Sunday night. It's uh uh Heavenly Hope, Hebrew Lang uh Truths from the Hebrew Language. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm on every Sunday night from eight to eight thirty. And I'm told you dig deep. Oh, well, you know I like to go <laughs> going to the ocean floor to I like bring up those <laughs> gems and jewels that are too heavy to float to the top. <laughs> you know, Pastor
2: Dennis, one of the things we like to do, and thank you for co-hosting with me for this hour, one of the things we like to do is bring on, uh, at the beginning of the show, some people that have activities going on through the week or next weekend or whatever, and bring them and let people that are listening to this show be aware of the stuff that God is doing throughout San Diego County, mm-hmm. and with that in mind, I'd like to bring on Pastor Ben... Uh, and uh, wait until you hear about the vision that he has. It's called a Tent Revival, and he has a special name for it as well. Pastor Ben, how are you?
4: Hey, how are you guys doing? Come on, Jesus.
2: Uh, Come on, Jesus. So give us the name of this event. It makes me smile every time I hear it.
4: Yeah, this is called Back to the Future, and it's a united tent revival of a bunch of churches and people's bands, worship pastors. It's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, and you're going to do this in uh, August next Thursday, isn't it?
4: Yeah, that's right. Next Thursday, August 16th through the 19th. And it starts at 10 in the morning and goes all the way to 10 at night. Mm -hmm. We have three services each day and we have about 20 different pastors, worship bands, churches um, coming out. And, And some of them are old school revivalists that have a lot of those. That old glory, um, the, like on <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Pastor Dennis Hodges loves it's that old glory. He digs into it uh, almost every day, Pastor. Dennis?
3: Yes, yes, yes. I like that, Pastor. Uh, I know it's going to be truly a blessing. Uh, and come you know on. one one thing about the Word of God. The Psalmist says how beautiful it is when brothers and sisters can come together in unity. And and come once on. and you know uh, the church itself uh, is is separate. Uh, and we need to grow together in unity. Uh, the Lord yeah. planned that like see, that, yeah. and this is this is what's called a holy convocation, exactly, which is a dress rehearsal. Pastor Ben uh, Wisen why don't you yep. give us a, a website so people can
2: find out more about this, and once again, give us totally. the name of the the ministry and the and the time frame in Chicano Park, and isn't that in Logan Heights? That's
4: right. That's in Logan Heights. Um okay, Pastor Ben. The website is like the letter T as in Tom, K as in Kite, churchtk.com, dot com, and then all the information's right there—the speakers and everything—and wow. it's from eight sixteen to eight nineteen every day, ten to ten, ten yes. a.m. to ten p.m.
2: And that's Thursday and we, through we, Sunday.
4: That's Thursday through Sunday. That's right. I mean, it's going to be crazy. We have a couple thousand people are estimating coming with with all of the responses we've got, and wow. we've got the stage area set up, and the Holy Ghost is going to show up. Of he course. always does.
2: Oh, Pastor healing, Ben Wisen. Thank you so much, and we're, visit that website, Come my on. friend. Once again, the website, Pastor, as we go into other things. ChurchTK.com. ChurchTK.com. That, thank you, Pastor yep. Ben. God bless you, and Back to the Future. Pleasure meeting you, Pastor. <laughs> it's amazing. Blessings. Thank Love you, guys. Pastor Ben. You know what? Uh, I like the name of their their the tent revival. It's called Back to the Future, and we've been— You and I, uh, Pastor Dennis Hodges, have been delving into the past to discover the truths of the future, and that's what you and your church do. Tell us a little bit about that in the next four or five minutes.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, first of all, we got to understand that Yeshua, when he walked the planet, his mother called him Yeshua. Yes. She didn't call him Jesus because the English language was not even spoken, not even heard of. Uh, And he is a Jewish man who participated in all the Jewish feasts and festivals and Jewish culture. So as we go back to that, uh, we want to make sure that people are, have an understanding on who they're serving. You know, we're, we're to study to show ourselves approved unto him that we need not be ashamed yep. so we can rightly divide the truth. That's right. And rightly he,
2: divide the truth means there's a, there are times when God's going to open up Scripture that you maybe you hadn't dug into before. And we're in these times right now, aren't we? Yes, Pasadenae. we
3: are. Yes, we are. <laughs> and he reveals so much. Yes. Uh, through the Hebrew language, yes. uh, one Hebrew word has a plethora of meanings. So, therefore, that's why he's allowed me to dig deeper into the Hebraic perspective and bring the word uh, with a Middle Eastern mindset in lieu of a Western mindset. Yes,
2: you know, one of the things I've talked to a lot of different pastors. They go, "You, you can, you can deal in the Old Testament. I'm just dealing in the New Testament." Thank you very much. And I, I, it's, I, I it's hard to communicate how. If you, if you understand the depth of the Hebrew Jesus, you can get dimensions that you could never get only in the New Testament. The New Testament is invaluable, and the acts action, and the actions of Jesus and the church. But to understand what they had to read before, you know, before doing the things and the Holy Spirit spoke to them, you have to understand the
3: Pentateuch and, and the prophets and the Psalms. Come on. The Berit Hadashah, which is what we know as the New Testament— yes. It was not even here when he when he wrote, when he spoke. Yes. All the things that he talked about came from the Tanakh. Yes. All the things that Rabbi Shaul, we know him as Paul the Apostle, it came from the Tanakh. Yes. Uh, so we cannot have one without the other. Sure. There's a whole council of God. Yes. He's a God of love. He's a God of mercy, grace, but he's also a God of wrath. And you have to teach the whole council of God. Exactly. And so one of the things that I've discovered as I dig into that, you know,
2: all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and His profitable for reproof, for instruction in righteousness, and for doctrine. Uh, all Scripture. And that includes the Old Testament, but it not only includes our, we have a Greek mindset, but if we have to, if we can only understand the Hebrew mindset, we'll get a lot more out of Jesus' parables and the truths that happened not only in the book of Acts, but into today, if we understand the things that went on way back then, because history...
3: Repeats itself. It repeats itself. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's it's, it's circular. Yes, exactly. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's even even with the feast and festivals. Come on, God, in Leviticus chapter twenty three, he says, "These are my feast." Yes, yes. And 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 so we've been invited to a party. I, I mean, I mean. Have you ever went? Have you ever had an invitation to a party, and then you chose not to go to the party? Well, it's your choice. Exactly. It's a scripture uh, that it, talks about it, that. It, actually, yes, yes, it does. Uh, uh, so, so I choose to go to every party that he's allowed me to. That he's given me an invitation to come. That's exactly. I, I, right. I choose to go to every party. So that's why I like to celebrate the feast and the festivals and. I like to celebrate uh, uh, the, the things that they celebrated in the Jewish culture, and uh, some of the things that they celebrate in,
2: in, in the Book of Genesis it talks about that God gave the sun, the moon, and the stars for signs, signs. and seasons. Yes. We go, we know that the sun, the moon, and the stars is for seasons because they determine you know the different months of the year. But we understand they are for signs for the day. It changes your whole perspective.
3: Genesis one fourteen plainly tells exactly. That, you know, uh, and the Lord put that so that we can communicate through that to us. Exactly. Uh, when we see seasons, we don't talk about fall, winter, summer, spring. We're talking about Moedim. Yes. Those are the appointed times. Yes. Or the Moed, the appointed time. And God has appointed times for us. And we, we can know. We don't know the day that he's coming back, but we can know the season. Oh, exactly right, We, we know the season when he was born. <laughs> exactly. and, it, and it wasn't December 25th.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you know, my listening friend, why I loved uh, Pastor Dennis Hodges and the Church of Yeshua Hamashiach, And, you know, one of the things that I, I, as I've delved into this, you realize what tonight is. Tonight is the transfer from one month to another. The month of Av, Mm -hmm. A-V, is Mm -hmm. concluding. That's the fifth month in the Hebrew biblical calendar. Mm -hmm. And we're going into the month of Elul, Mm -hmm. the month of Av. Traditionally, in biblical history, was a month where the, you know, the temples were destroyed, Uh, where Where you had Aaron dying and all and the children of Israel said, we're not going to go into the promised land. Thank you, Caleb. Uh, and Joshua will pass. Those are the things that happened in the month of Av, but but God's giving us a different perspective now to be victorious, where, where the children of Israel said no, the children of the Lord Jesus Christ say, yes, let's go. Let's go. We're going to talk more about these things because of a next guest that is one of your good buddies, and I want him to be my good buddy too. This yes, is, Pastor this Mark Biltz. <laughs> Mark Biltz. And if you you might want to Google uh, Mark Biltz, B-I-L-T-Z. El he, Shaddai Ministry? <laughs> yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And he, he digs deeply into... He Hebrew scripture, and he pulls stuff that is timely for now and tomorrow. Yes. So my friend, uh, Pastor Dennis Hodges and Kaz are going to be back in just a moment, but we're going to dig deep, and we're going to get some people who have their shovels hot and ready to dig, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hey, hey, hey.
5: we're back. Uh,
2: Pastor uh, Dennis Hodges, pastor of Church of Yeshua Hamashiach, and he remains with me for this whole hour. And we talked about
3: going deep, and he's got a guest he wants to introduce right now so that we can go deeper. Yes, uh, 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 mighty man of God. Uh, I've been following him for a lot of years in the person of Pastor Mark Bilts from El Shaddai Ministries, uh, this man knows how to dig and <laughs> and 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 uh, p- express the 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 scriptures in a way like no other. Uh, he's he, I, I love him. He's my dear brother. I just spent time with him last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago in Seattle. Uh, at the uh, it's, the time is now. The time so, is now. Yeah, Pastor Mark Builds, are you on the line?
6: Why, hello, hello. How
2: are you, Pastor? <laughs> Wonderful. How are you?
6: Hey, doing great. I'm <laughs> on ground, so it's a good day.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Mark Biltz, you know, I, I was just uh, showing Pastor Dennis a book that uh, I bought last time I saw you at Pastor Dennis's church. It's called God's Daytimer, and if you, you'd you laugh if you saw all the scribble marks I have on the thing because it's remarkable. But we are entering into some amazing times, aren't we, uh, uh, Mark Biltz?
6: Oh yeah, me most certainly are, and I think one of the most important things we can do is be on God's calendar, be aware of it, and uh, He has a day timer, and uh, we want to be in
2: it. Yes, we do. Now, now, scripturally speaking, we're just and th- this is a unique time that the radio show is broadcasting because it is the close of the month of Av and the beginning of the month of Elul, and so. But, oh my goodness! Yes, but so so this is this is something that um, our listening friends need to realize that there's some scriptural. Uh, revelation tied to this, not only for the now, but also into the future, because we are going through a time of difficulties, and that God wants to launch into a preparation for that next feast. Is that not correct, Pastor Biltz?
6: So you're absolutely right. This (laughs) month, tonight, uh, or tomorrow, is the exact day that Moses ascended the Mount Sinai, the second time for 40 days, trying to make atonement for the sin of the golden calf. It's also the very same day that uh, Jesus slash Yeshua went in the wilderness for 40 days after being immersed uh, by John. It uh, begins the month of repentance, uh, the month of mercy and grace. And as you know, the Bible says, seek him while he may be found. We'll start yes, tomorrow yes, yes. the next month, he can be found.
3: <laughs> yes, yes, seek him while he can be found. And, and, and the good news is, he, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Oh, Pastor. Uh, that's, that's, that's Baka and, and Darash, how we search him and seek him out. And he, he shows himself and he proves himself. Uh, but, but he, he gives such a, how can I say? I, I I like to compare it to a a meal at McDonald's or Wendy's to a <laughs> to to a, to a meal at a Morton Steakhouse. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, so uh, Pastor Bilts really paints that picture to show how you can get those treasures, those hidden treasures, that that deep wisdom from the Word of God yes, from yes, the Hebraic yes. perspective. Well,
2: Pastor Biltz, where would you like to take this? We want to dig as deeply into uh, your your instruction as we can. I know there's some pressing things if you, as you look at not only at the Hebrew calendar, but you also look at the news. You know things are bubbling. And actually, if you were to look at God's timetable, you may get the persuasion that these things are bubbling based on biblical prophecy and some things are about ready to shake loose. I, I, I love uh, reading your book because you— use the word dress rehearsal oftentimes. We need to practice this dress rehearsal because the time is coming where it's no longer a dress rehearsal. Jesus is coming again. We need to be prepared for that. Speak to that. Would you, uh, Pastor Bills?
6: Yeah, sure. I think it's so important, even as we know in the New Testament, where it talks about everything will happen in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, that is so important because so many people want to put off getting right with God uh, but we have to do it now because when things happen as you said it'll happen quickly suddenly uh, and there won't be any time to uh, try to make it right down the road you you have to get right with God right now that's for sure there's no time to wait
3: yes, you, you know you know pastor some some people say, well I got till to tomorrow you know uh, God God's uh, he knows my heart. Yeah, yeah, he knows your heart, and that's why he wants to get it right now. (laughs) Yes, yes.
6: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, The thing is, we need to know his heart, you know. Uh, And uh, to me, that's what is so important, because the, the time is short. The time is now, as I said at the conference uh, to learn all about him. And, and as you said with Darash or Darosh, we need to study, study, mm. uh, to study diligently with all of our hearts. Uh, that, Like you said, that's who's going to find him when we diligently uh, look for him.
2: You know, Pastor, there's a lot of scripture that we uh, we we read and we don't realize that they, they, it's time-sensitive. One of the scriptures that I read is talking about the five wise and the five foolish virgins, and, and one group actually pre-purchased the oil And the other one did not. And of course, oil speaks of Feast of Tabernacles time when it was the olives and the grapes that were harvested. But now is the time, spiritually speaking, where God wants us to harvest the olives and the grapes and he wants us to buy that oil now. You want to speak a little bit to that because there's a a great time coming that we have only heard about and we haven't seen right on our doorstep?
6: Yes, I think that is so true. And, And another level of looking at this is uh, Proverbs talks about uh, the commandment is the uh, lamp, and the Torah is light. Hmm. And part of the problem is the foolish virgins, you know, it's interesting, I don't think any of them are the bride. I think it's the difference between five foolish don't get to attend the wedding, and the five wise do get to attend the wedding. My, my. Uh, and that's another way of looking at it, because if you remember uh, Adam, when he was created, only part of Adam became the bride. Well, I think it's the same thing with the body of Messiah. The whole Mm -hmm. body doesn't become the bride, but a part of the body becomes the bride. Uh, and so I think that's very important to realize.
2: Uh, that's major. Now you're you look. I'm sure you watch the news, maybe secondarily because you read the news in Scripture. <laughs> but uh, oh, all the time. <laughs> what forewarning do you have from us? From a we we honor you as a man who's dug deeply into Hebrew truths and 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 the patterns of the Old Testament and also the months and the years and the festivals. Where are we, and what do we need to do, Pastor Bills? Mark Bills.
6: Well, I th- I think one of the uh, you know, important things that we're facing. I mean, we all know about these earthquakes increasing like crazy. There's fires going on all over the world, and even Lord himself says, when I come, I'm, I'm bringing fire to the earth. My, my. And uh, people don't realize the times that we are in right now. I see there's a good possibility of not being prophetic there by any means, but I think we could see a big war out with Iran and Korea, you know, and Syria on one side, and uh, Israel and the United States on the other side. I think... You know, sometime over the next year I would not be surprised if something like that
3: happened. Now you've but, got scriptures just but support you, that too. but you know what, Pastor, I, I I I stand on the premises that we are in good times as Talmud as as disciples. Oh yeah. We, of we we're in good times because we know that his his return is drawing nigh. His return is just by the signs and things that we see with the with the famine and the earthquakes and that and place in diverse places that earthquakes has never happened. Uh, uh, and and so much famine around the world, I, I, I tell you, it's it's truly truly a blessing to me in the times that we are because we look up, we we worship, we witness, and we watch. And to, yeah, to, to I, I know it, his, it's, soon it all from...
6: depends on what side of the truth you're on. Yes, <laughs> uh, the, uh, you know, in Malachi, it talks about these last days, and it, it talks about how the the righteous will be treading, stomping on uh, the wicked and the evil. You know, and so I believe in one chance that uh, the fire's coming, but we're going to be on top of the ashes stomping. You know, so it's, it's a matter of perspective. If you're for God, it's going to look brighter and brighter. If you're against God, it's going to look worse and worse. Wow. So wow. I think uh, the times are coming, uh, and so we need to get on the right side.
2: Well, well. If you ha- uh, Before we go any further in this, because we have a couple minutes in this, let me... Pastor Dennis and I invite you to join with us with our next guest in the next segment, too. I think it's going to be fireworks in a good way. Would Can you stay for another segment as well, Pastor Mark? Sure. Okay. Well, now let me give you the opportunity to give me give some website information, cause pe- and I'm sure you're throughout YouTube. I've seen you there as well. But how can people find out more about uh, Pastor Mark Biltz?
6: Well, uh, they can just Google my name, and some people will put Mark Blitz, but it still gets you there. <laughs> but... Uh, You know, that's quicker than doing our website, LCDIMinistries.us. But yeah, just Google Mark Belt, and Ministries will come up, and there we are.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we've got about two minutes left in this segment. Why don't you give us an overview here? We're going to have you come back, and we're going to spar a godly sparring as, as well into the next segment. It's going to be fun, my <laughs> listening friend. You need to stay tuned for that. But uh, Mark Bills, give us a, a couple-minute overview of the uh, the signs of the times right now. We're, we're, why do we need to pay attention to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? In other words, the Old Testament and the New Testament to prepare us for the Now Testament, so to speak. Pastor Bills?
6: Well, for me, again, uh, just like the Bible says, look up. Well, what do we see when we look up? We see the uh, sun and the moon. And he said in Genesis 114, he gave them to us for signs, the number one reason. Here today, we had a solar eclipse over uh, North Korea, for that matter. A partial solar eclipse happened over northern Europe and over in Asia, uh, northern Asia. And uh, today it is the first of the world, the month of repentance. Uh, the last three lunar eclipses happened on Jewish holidays, biblical holidays, most people aren't aware of, uh, the 15th of Shabbat, and last month uh, on the 15th of Av, uh, and those are very significant feast days, and in two minutes, I don't have time to go into them, uh, but people can listen to our messages, that I go over though. very significant.
2: Very significant, and God, God, you know, the stuff, we, Pastor Bill, one of the things that, that uh, Pastor Dennis and I were talking about, we've read this stuff throughout Scripture, Old Testament, New, and we go, oh, that will be nice someday, that will be nice someday. But you need to realize this is very likely that day. I mean, come on, that yes. blows your mind. Absolutely yes. blows your mind. My listening friend, uh, uh, Pastor Mark Bills, will be back with us for the next segment as uh, Dennis Hodges and I continue. Thank you for co-hosting with me, Pastor Dennis. Yes, sir. And my listening yes, friend, we've only wet your appetite. Wait till you find out uh, another guest that we're going to bring on. And both of these guys have some depth that you need to hear about because it's going to inspire you as well to go deep, Pastor Hodges. Yes, going to yes, have fun, d- aren't we,
3: Doctor Doctor Wendell Bass? Yes, right, my yes.
2: friend. So do not go away because come together, San Diego. We'll be right, right back. Right. <laughs>
0: Come Together, San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on AM 1210 K Praise. Come Together, San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210
2: K Praise. Hey, we're back, and I, I got to tell you, is Pastor Dennis Hodges, pastor of the Church of Yeshua Hamashiach. Uh, is with me as a co-host for this entire hour. And we're we're on the verge of cracking into something, don't you, sense? Yes,
3: yes, Um,
2: yes. Pastor Mark Biltz is still with us. Are you still there, Pastor? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And you want to introduce Uh, our other guests because I I can't wait to set these two loose and and see what Holy
3: Spirit does. Yes, yes. Dr. Wendell Bass is a dear friend of mine. And the way that I came into the Hebraic perspective was uh, through him as the Lord used him I used to uh I was the pastor of the men's ministry at New Creation Church the former church that I came out of and uh I put on a men's retreat and Dr. Bass was one of the speakers. I had him come up. I believe this was around 2008, 2009 and he came up and spoke and and he he started speaking the Hebrew and uh, and I said, <laughs> "Man, what is this?" <laughs> and uh and and as we fast forward, here we now have the Church of Yeshua Hamashiach. Yes, yes, yes. Pastor uh, Dr. Wendell Bass, good to have you on the air.
7: Oh, thank you. It's good, good to be a part of what you're doing.
2: It's a pleasure. And uh, Pastor Mark Biltz from Seattle, Washington, is with us. So we've got Seattle all the way down the coast to San Diego. Uh, uh, doc- Dr. Bass, why don't you just give a brief overview of what you sense God is saying, and uh, and uh, Mark Biltz, jump on in, because... Uh, Pastor Dennis and I would like to kind of stir the pot and kind of stand aside and see what Holy Spirit does so go ahead you Dr. You. Bass
7: and just uh, to talk about what God is doing related to my life or
2: well let's let's was, just briefly but we want to take a look and as you read through script scripture and you look at, at what's going on today where are we and kind of kind of set the stage for that uh, dr bass and then i'm gonna we're gonna invite uh mark bills to give some color perspective and and then
7: uh, um, okay i i well i truly believe that uh you know that yeshua is, is on his way back uh, every every scripture points to it uh matter of fact the end was spoken from the beginning in the first word brashit, and uh, it, it's all there and you know we as a country have fallen away uh, we have lost perspective of uh, the roots of christianity i'm i'm a christian but consider myself a messianic Ooh. Gentile, and, um, <laughs> we've
3: lost,
7: we've lost our we've lost our way. Uh, the as,
3: divided states of America, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
7: Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, but now is there is there hope? Of course, there is because uh, of His redemptive work on the uh, on the uh, on the tree and all that He's done. And you know, if we just follow uh, what, what, what Shlomo, you know, said of my people who are called by My name. You know, will humble themselves and you know seek a space. He, he's a God of forgiveness. Yes. And so I think everything that 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 I've learned. I mean, I I started this this thing uh, the, on a Saturday night going to Community Bible Church, invited by Carlos and Olivia becerto and I just went, you know, because they asked me to go. And up appeared on the screen were the words Yeshua Hamashiach, and I'm like, <laughs> what is that? And then it was just like fire and. Then, then the name went away. So I, I got to know that, and the next day I prayed a prayer. Lord, I just want to know you for who you were when you walked this earth, mm-hmm. and and how the people knew you. And the rest has just been a phenomenal blessing. And and I think coming from uh, the Hebrew uh, perspective, um, every time, ta- every day that I open up the Bible, every scripture I read is like I'm reading it for the first time.
2: Wow. Speaking of so, the Hebrew perspective, uh, Doctor Bass. Uh, we have Mark Biltz on the line. I wanted him to stay over into this segment because you guys are both, you have such a love for the Hebrew biblical truths, and this is one of the things that I think the the Christian church, the Western civilization's Christian church doesn't really embrace uh, any thoughts as much as they can and should. Uh, Mark Biltz, any thoughts on that? And then chime on in, Dr. Bass.
6: Well, I I, I love what uh, Dr. Bass has said. For me, I think people want authenticity, Anymore. Uh, They're tired of fake news. They're tired of a fake Jesus. They want the the real thing. And uh, to me, that's what is so important. But, you know, Ecclesiastes 3 it says, for every purpose, there is a time and a season, every purpose. And I think That's the sad right. thing is much of the church doesn't know what time it is. They're planting at plucking time and plucking at planting time <laughs> uh, because they're, they're not aware of the biblical calendar. Yes, yes, uh, yes. He rebuked his own disciples because they didn't know the, the signs of the times. Even uh, in right. and Haggai, when they're trying to, uh, God wanted the temple built, and his old people were saying, it's not time. Uh, so for me, the, the biggest
3: tragedy is the church doesn't know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You, you know, there's a Jewish poet by the name of Hayim uh Bialik, and they once said that to study the Holy Scriptures in any language other than the original Hebrew is like kissing a beautiful woman with a veil between your face and hers.
2: <laughs> so, so, so I, <laughs> um, my my, Doctor Bass.
7: Yeah, I, I would. I would just say, you know, I, I echo everything that, that's been said, and, and I just, you know, I, I, I look at it as, uh, you know, there, there's a scripture in Exodus, you know, when they're, they're, they're standing at the Red Sea, and, and, you know, Moses raises his staff, and then it says, uh, uh, an ancient eastern wind, uh, ancient eastern wind being the Ruach Kadim began to blow and, and, and dry the land. And 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 as I read that Andrew Gabriel Roth once wrote, he says, and ever since the uh, the the spirit has been moving from the east to the west, and somehow we got this thing screwed up where we think everything started in the west and went east. but the the origins of our roots are, are, and I'm unapologetic about it. The origin of our roots are African. It was it came out of Africa. Uh, The whole Northeast uh, uh, Africa, which we call now the Middle East, where everything is located, was originally Africa. But it's a universal language, I mean, universal message. And and, and every single person on this earth is created in his image. And and I literally look at things now where if I hate my brother, I, I don't care who it is, if I hate him, I literally hate God. Wow. Because I hate that image. And, and, and that's, that's what people don't truly understand. And one day we're going we're gonna to stand before him. Every, te- every tongue is going to confess and every knee is going to bow. And uh, you're gonna, we're going to be held accountable. So if I hate my brother, to me, I'm literally hating God. But I think part of this thing is we got to be truthful about uh, the roots of, 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 uh, of, of Judaism and, and Christianity and where it started, and because we don't, because we're not truthful about the origins in terms of, you know, those great Africans who who started this whole thing. We now deal with racism, and and one of the curses—I don't call it a curse necessarily—but one of the things that that's troubling about this country is our refusal to deal with race, to do it in a manner that will reconcile people. And as long as we stay away from that, and we don't, and we refuse to confront it. We'll continue to deal with it as we're going to be dealing with it tomorrow again, you know, Whoa. as they gather in Washington with all this hatred. So, my, my. anyway, I don't have as much. To that, you that's that's kind
3: of why I <laughs> talked about unity. That's right. That's why I that's talked right. about unity. Uh, how blessed it is when brothers can come together in unity. That's right. Uh, if that's if, right. if 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 we cut if I if I cut myself, Doctor Bass, or, or cut you, that's or right. cut Kaz, or cut uh, cut Pastor Bilts, we all bleed red. <laughs> we that's all, we all bleed red. So yes. we that's out right. of one man's loins. That's that's
6: exactly right. That's what it says in the Book of Acts. It says, "Out of one blood, He created all this." One. That's right.
2: Mm-hmm. Mark Bilts, yes. And and you know one of the things. We need you talk about going back to the roots, and really the roots of truth are in the root in in, in the Old Testament and you know and the things that Jesus enacted based on the law, the prophets, and the psalms of the Old Testament, and Holy Spirit instructing Definitely. him as well. We need to have an understanding of what went on back there so that we can have the right heart attitude as we deal into the future. Yep. It's all there. It's all in the Old Testament and the New Testament together. The tools are there. All we need to do is dig into them. And sometimes if we just, you know, if it's, if, if, if the solution needs a, a hammer and a nail and a pair of pliers, if we're only getting the hammer, we're missing the, the, the true strategy of the building. So uh, uh, Dr. Wendell Bass, thoughts, and then uh, Mark Biltz?
7: Yeah. And, and I, I would uh, I would agree with that, and, and I, I just find it so interesting. And, and we know that sin sin abounds, but I just find it so interesting that his uh, in, in instructions in righteousness, you know, which is, which is Torah, he 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 says, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then love one another as you love yourself. I mean that, and, and everything is tied to that. But yet we've taken something so simple and has become so compli- uh, complicated that we can't see that it's as simple as sitting down with my brother, having a dialogue, getting to know the other person's story and them knowing mine, and find out, my God, we got all this in common. And we're sitting here fighting one another, oh please you know, literally. Exactly. Yeah.
2: well you yes. know what we we've only got about a minute left in this segment, and uh, uh Pastor Dennis and I are going to be here for the full hour but l- let me give each one of you Dr. Wendell bass and Mark Bills, an opportunity to give give about a thirty second word of encouragement to our listening friends because you need to realize my friend, we've got generals generals on this phone call right now and these are men that have i'm i'm just so sad that we don't have you know four or five days to just chat together but uh, dr bass would you would you give us a, a brief word of encouragement and then
3: and, and then also mark bills pastor, pastor yes bills. yeah pastor bills. um i again i really enjoyed myself when i went to seattle and they opened me they opened the arms and and treated me uh, yes. as one of theirs so i it, he's 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 truly a blessing his wife his son his family. I had a grand time up in Seattle. Yes, yes. Yes. So, so, so let's start with you. That's uh, the that unity piece again. Exactly.
2: Mark Bills, why don't you give us your quick overta- overview on this, and then sure. we'll have you in, Dr. Wendell Bass.
6: Okay, okay all I was right. going to say that the Bible says that we see through a glass darkly, we only know in part. Uh, but the shock mm. is in Romans 11, it says the Jews were only blinded in part. So they're not totally blind. They're partially blind and we're partially blind. <laughs> and the first group to humble themselves and look out of the other lens gets to see the clear picture.
2: Oh, my, my, my. Very, very good. Dr. Wendell Bass. <laughs> Thank you, well, Mark.
7: I'll tell you what, just when that, uh, uh, I, can, I can't encourage people more strongly than to get into this and study the, the, the roots of, of, um, of, of the Hebraic way of thinking and and um, you know, and, and, and ask God to lead you to resources and lead you to people, and he'll do it. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, Pastor uh, or, or, uh, uh, Mark Biltz, because one of my courses was built on your work on the Hebrew alphabet. My. And 20, 28 or 9 people that attend my classes on a regular basis have never been the same.
2: Wow, wow, wow. So, and it was wow. just as simple
7: as, as just saying, hey, here it is, let's learn it, let's study it. And it literally changes lives when you decide to go deep. So I encourage everybody to go deep. Dig deep, my
2: friends. Yes. Pastor Mark Bills.
7: God will not not disappoint.
2: Yes, yes. Pastor Mark Bills from Seattle, Washington, and a San Diego man and a, a, a a a major general in San Diego County, Dr. Wendell Bass. Thanks for joining us on this segment. I wish we had about 20 more hours or so to let this rip, but you mentioned something, the Hebraic way of thinking, and that's what we're going to deal with in this next segment. My listening friend, you know, there's a depth that you need to realize is more than just the superficial stuff. We've been learning. There's a depth to this and there's a way of a Hebrew manner of thinking that is different from the Gentile way or the Greek way. We're going to talk more about in the next segment, uh, pastor Mark and, uh, Dr. Bass, we're really honored. Dennis Hodges and I are honored to have you on this show. God bless you guys. My listening friend, stay tuned. We're going to find out how the Gentile way of thinking and the Greek way of thinking are different from the Hebrew's Jewish way of thinking, and we're going to dissect that a little bit in the next segment. So do not go away, because we will be back soon. <laughs>
0: More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on AM 1210 1210- K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise with Cass Taylor.
2: And thank you very much. You know, uh, uh, co-host Dennis Hodges of the Church of Yeshua HaMashiach is with me here, and we're talking about uh, the difference between uh, Greek thinking and Hebrew thinking, and I think the last segment really teed this up. Give your thoughts and then introduce our on Our next online, our guests. Next,
3: yeah, our online guest would be uh, Reverend Pastor Dr. Earl Clampett. All those names uh, in front yeah. of his name, amazing. <laughs> That's my friend too. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank uh, uh, Pastor Biltz and Dr. Bass for chiming in. Uh, but as 20th century, 21st century Americans with a strong Greek thought influence, we, we read the Hebrew Bible as if it's a, a 21st century American had written it. <laughs> uh, uh, but in order to understand the ancient Hebrew culture, in which the Tanakh was written, we must examine the differences between Hebrew and Greek thought. Right, so Greek thought views the world through the mind, abstract thought, and ancient Hebrew thought views the world through the uh, through sense of concrete thought. Yes, and and we want Doctor um, Reverend Pastor Earl Clampett to, <laughs> to, to the highly to, esteemed to, Earl Clampett, to, yeah, to. To, to kind of uh, chime in on what we're talking about,
1: Earl Clampett, are you hanging around? I am. I am here. What an honor to be with you, gentlemen. <laughs> I tell you, this is this is quite a, an event. I, I'm really uh, really honored.
3: Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. Uh, we had a grand time the other day with Chuck Pierce. Uh, thank you for that invite. I, <laughs> I had never heard him before, and it was a blessing.
1: You are welcome. It's uh, really uh, kingdom stuff, and it's very exciting. Um, Kaz, I just wanted to s- kind of give a plug to uh, Pastor Dennis's show on Sunday nights. I listened to it for the first time last Sunday, and um, I was I was commenting to Pastor Dennis. You know, he has a uh, a police background, and he I think his last job on the police force was a detective. And, uh, and I said, you can tell you're a digger, yeah, because he takes these uh, origins of these Hebrew words. And when he opens them up, it's like an unfolding of a diagram. And uh, because he does dig, he is a detective, he wants to go where the evidence leads him um you will be, be given a perspective of cinemascope and uh, uh, versus a small tv <laughs> and and no really i'm telling you it's it's so uh, from 8 to 8:30 8 i believe sunday evenings and nice. uh, it's well worth listening if you want to see what this is all about well you know
2: as a as a detective he's a digger but you are a judge that was your your former <laughs> life you <laughs> yeah. were a judge in san diego county and uh, so you, you know how to discern the truth as well. So when you came up with the revelation that Hebrew is different from Greek, what did it do for you? We want to get right to the meat of this because you've got some deep stuff sh- to share, Earl Clampett. So jump on in, and I'll have uh, uh, Pastor Dennis jump in, too.
1: All right. Well, basically, um, what we have in common, uh, Dennis and myself, along with where I attend now, which is uh, Joel Lieberman's congregation, Tree of Life, over at uh, Skyline, Um, what I think we all have in common is a desire for evidence and uh, proof. And where is this going to take us? And so um, as a retired judge, I was always uh, looking at um, proof texts and and trying to say, well, is there... Uh, some sort of foundation and basis for these, for claims made in front of me, you know, with all types of, of different hearings. And um, what, I, what I started to look into was the fact that um, we, it's interesting that we have a book called the Holy Bible, and 30, at least 39 out of the 40 authors, there's 66 books, we've got 40 authors, Uh, a minimum of 39 out of the 40 authors are all Hebrew. And it isn't interesting. I was listening to your previous guests who called in, and they're right. What happened was we took a a Middle Eastern thought process, um, and basically after the uh, the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD, after Titus, the Roman conqueror, took it over, the the diaspora... Took place where all the the remnant, the survivors of the Jews who weren't killed, were cast all over to the different nations of the earth, and the gospel, the good news, moved from east to west. And unfortunately, that's what we call the Hellenization of the gospel. Hellenization being a fancy word for uh, turning something eastern into western yes, or yes, weak yes. or linear thinking.
2: Yeah, we've been doing and, that ever since. So, he, uh, Earl, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you under the. Uh, under the match because time fleets quickly. So get, get right to what God wants you to say. And then.
1: Okay. uh, Okay, Here's, here's the thing, Kaz. Um, We have a circular cyclical thinking book. Okay. Which which we're trying to, dis, uh, to interpret and discern with a straight line, linear, Greek, Western grid. And if, if I gave you a circle and drew a circle on a page, And say, I want you to interpret this, Kaz and and Pastor Dennis, using a a ruler, a straight line tool. And I say, I want you to define the circle, explain the circle to me using a straight line ruler. Would you be able to do it? And that's what we have been trying to do with the Bible being divided into two testaments. And it doesn't make any sense. It's one book. It's continuous. Yes. The Hebrew prophets and the Hebrew uh, uh, apostles of this uh, message of the good news is, is all fulfilled in the Brit Hadashah, which is the New Covenant, the yes. New Testament. That, and that's the fulfillment of all of the prophecies who talked about what God's plan was That's, that's for why. Redemption.
3: That's why the concrete thought is the expression of concepts. And ideas and ways that we can be seen, touched, smelled, tasted, and or heard. So, so we got all five of the senses are used when speaking and hearing and writing and reading the Hebrew language.
1: Amen. So, exactly. so, so,
3: so with that, that brings that all together, what you're saying in regards to the, the, the secular, um, the circle piece. It, it comes back around. He's the Aleph Tav. He's the, he's the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. Uh, that's why we have that tree in the book of uh, Bereshit, and we got the same tree in the book of Revelation.
1: And exactly. Here's a concept that I want to ch- challenge my, my Gentile brothers in the Lord on, and this, it's this. Um, when did the new religion of Christianity supposedly start when you've got a Hebrew book written by Hebrew authors? When did that begin? And here's what Paul says. What we are as Gentiles, we're wild branches grafted on to the original olive tree of Israel, which is Messiah. And so, what we really are, are we are we are the part of the Commonwealth of Israel, and we are side by side with the natural branches, which are the Hebrew branches. And so, we have to understand if look at if you want to go to learn about Russian culture or Russian language and Russian history, and you went to St. Petersburg, and in your, in your language class, uh, Kaz, if the teacher handed out a Japanese dictionary on the first day of class to learn Russian language and Russian history, would you raise your hand and say, why are you giving me a Japanese dictionary? (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's the same thing when we try to take a Hebrew Middle Eastern thought process and then try to say, oh... Here's a different book, which is a completely different oriented uh, focus, you, you and make it work. It, it doesn't you work. To, you
3: you have to read it from the original authors and to the original audience that it was written to, and with the original intent. With the original intent, exactly. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, yes. There
2: you but, go. Earl er, er, Clampa, would you give us a website so people can dig more deeply into these things? Because you have a website, a beautiful website that illustrates some of your writing as well. Quickly yes, give the, that to the us. The
1: latest book I have is called "The Blueprint Is God's." Uh, Bible design, Greek linear, or Hebrew circular, Great they can get too. it on simple truth net.
2: Simple truth net. Earl Clampett has been. Or Amazon. Long- Amazon. Or okay. Amazon.com. Uh, right. Earl Clampett has been a long time friend, and we've discovered many of these truths side by side. We go to different things and we chat together often. You know, we're out of time here. We need to bring you on to invest a couple hours on this, Earl Clampett, and I know you will come back with us on that as well. But uh, Pastor Dennis Hodges, thank you for co-hosting. The hour goes kind of fast, doesn't it? Does. It? it does. Yeah. <laughs> it does. When you're having fun, time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Imagine the, how time's going to fly when we're spending eternity oh, with Jesus. Man. It flies, but you don't even realize come it's coming. Come quickly.
8: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: The Spirit and the Bride say, come. Come Yes. Earl Clampett, thanks for joining us. Thank on you, thank you, Pastor Earl. Bless you, sir. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. you and back. Dennis Hodges, pastor of the Church of Yeshua HaMashiach, and, and thank you
3: for joining us. A quick website as we... www.coyhm.org. Once again? www.c, that's Witness, Worship, and Watch. <laughs> Coyhm.org, and I'm on Sunday nights from 8 to 8.30. Uh, Heavenly Hope. Truths from the Hebrew language.
2: (laughs) Pastor Dennis Hodges, thank you for joining me as co-hosting for this. Thank you, And my listening friend, we have some amazing things next hour as well. And uh, you're going to discover the value of marketplace ministry from the actual perspective of the marketplace ministers. We're going to deal with that when we come back. Uh, Pastor Hodges, mighty man of God, thanks for joining me on this show. And how remarkable. Thank you, sir. It it ain't over. It ain't over. (laughs) My friends, we'll be right back.
0: This is Come Together San Diego, the new live, local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. God loves San Diego, and God loves you, too. This is K-Praise.
8: KPRZ San Marcos Poway.
0: A service of Salem Media Group. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor.
2: And yes, indeed, second hour is uh, with you live and well right now, as is my co-host for this hour, Freddie Salas with uh, Agape Waters Plumbing. And Freddie, uh, you you have always struck me as a guy who just gushes, Ho- Holy Spirit gushes Jesus and everything that you do. We're going to talk a little bit about your business, but then we want to delve into uh, the Lord of your business. Amen. So so, so, Freddie Salas uh, and uh, Agape Waters Plumbing, give us a very quick overview of the company and how Jesus plays, I know he plays a key role, right. Freddie Salas.
5: Well, first of all, before I started my business here in San Marcos, uh, San Diego County, uh, I did some uh, discipleship work first. I was uh, in El Cajon at the Set Free Ministries down there for about 14 months, from 2007 to 2008, and then after that, is it Pastor Brown? Uh, yes, with Pastor Bra- Brown and also with uh, Pastor Her- Harold. Yeah, Pastor Her- Harold Brown, Brown. Yes, and Miles Johnson. So some amazing people, I've wonderful people. I yeah, they're, they're East County—that's now called the East County Trans- Transitional Living Center. And I was with those gentlemen for uh, fourteen months, and then after that, I was called to go out to Richmond, Virginia, to continue uh, um, studying some more ministry work. I was planning on going to a seminary out there. I'd gotten accepted to a couple of seminaries, hoping to get like a master's degree in uh, divinity or something along those lines. As it turns out, with the church, I ended up doing some some other uh, ministry work, uh, children's bus ministry, and yes. food ministry, etc. So and how did uh, Agape Waters Plumbing tell me how all well, this went Well, after I was done together. with that, that was all my training, and I, was, I then down there, out there, realized that um, it wasn't just about attending church and exactly. singing songs of praise and reading the Bible, it was about getting out there, rolling up your sleeves, and getting down and dirty. Exactly. And it was about uh, urban uh, uh, ministry uh, evangelism, out in the streets, you know, commando. Yes, yes, yes. And then I came back out here, decided to uh, start my own business so that I would be able to uh, then also be available to do uh, missionary work down in Mexico. Mm -hmm. As a result, uh, my tent-making business, so to speak, (laughs) was a plumbing company I Got my contractor's license in plumbing, uh, uh, plumbing contractor's license. And then after that, um, I started my own business, Agape Waters Plumbing, and uh, specializing in tankless water heater installations as well as whole house water filtration. And the filtration is a big burgeoning component as well. Exactly. And then what happened is after that, I um, uh, was able to make some connections with some ministries down in Baja, Mexico. And uh, one of them was strong to our ministries based out of Orange County. And uh, they need uh, skilled uh, tradesmen like myself to, to uh, um, facilitate certain projects down there. So well,
2: Yeah, uh, one of the things, and this is where we're going in this entire hour that you're going to co-host with me, uh, Freddie, and that is God's given different people different strengths. They may be uh, a craftsman. Uh, or, or an artisan or whatever their business is, but God will take pieces of that that you can use from a ministry uh, as as well. You've done that with, with your Agape Waters Plumbing because you take the plumbing skill set and you go into other countries like Mexico, for example, yes. and you, you help them uh, with, with water systems and things like that. But by the way, you have an opportunity to share God's love.
5: I'll always to be a witness. And uh, the beauty of uh, the way that... Uh, God works through us is that he he takes our strengths and he uses them to, to glorify him himself. That's so, and that's just what's so wonderful. And he doesn't always pull uh he doesn't always um call on the qualified. He qualifies who he calls. Say and that again. That is amazing. He doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies, qualifies who, who he calls. Oh, my friend. That, <laughs> and that's, that's what's so amazing. <laughs> that is you know, amazing. It, it it just it gives me goosebumps. I tingle all just thinking <laughs> about that, how much uh, my father is able to uh, do creative things through me yes, in his name. And, and my th-
2: friend, if you are in the workplace yourself, whether you're an employee or an employer, God will give you a, a personally crafted manner of presentations. First of all, your life and lifestyle. I know right. that, that Freddie's... Salas's lifestyle—he—he—he is—he spills spills out Jesus every place that he goes. And my friend, that's the same thing with you. We're going to talk to some other uh, craftsmen in the in the remaining hour, and and yeah. Freddie's going to help me interview them. But talk a little bit about how God takes your skill set, and He can use whatever your skill set is, and uh, can use that as a launching pad
5: or a springboard into, a, into the relationship with Jesus. Absolutely, you, you know. Um, there's different, it says in the Bible about how we all have different gifts. And all those gifts can be used to help uh, enlarge the kingdom, to uh, uh, be used to lead others to Christ. Yes. So uh, I'm able to go down there, and I really feel like I am a bona fide missionary when I'm down there because I'm doing work uh, for the Lord. Uh, yes. Just like it says in the Bible do it all things unto God and not unto man. That's right. So when I'm down there doing my water filtration systems uh, uh, or my plumbing projects down there, it's always to glorify God. It's yes. always to please my Father. Yes, Father God.
2: And my friends, a lot of a lot of you may be businessmen or women, and and you know you sometimes you can't really use the business itself as a platform, especially if you're working for somebody else. But I'll tell you what, your life and lifestyle uh, ministers, and then people go what makes you know this can be an, an anxious job or you know something like that and you go well i've got a bigger solution than you might consider and then all of a sudden exactly they're asking the question and you're having an opportunity to not only use your lifestyle to communicate jesus but if they're open their heart is open for that and they're willing to hear right. you can tell them the truths about jesus christ your lord and Savior. exactly
5: you know uh we can wear a lot of different hats um Uh, I was ordained in uh, 2011 as a pastor, but I don't get up on the pulpit and preach or write sermons, but I'm still able to do uh, things that would be in a ministerial
2: uh, profession. And you know, one of the things, my friend, we need to get out of the mentality of, I have a job and I have church, and they never can interact with one another. The truth of the matter is, you are a witness of Jesus Christ from the waking up to the exactly. going back to bed and in the middle as well. And so what What are we going to do to reflect Jesus in our lives? And that really puts it on, uh, a revelation in us that we need to, Exude Christ in everything that we do. Absolutely. We're driving in our cars. Yes, I said <laughs> driving in our cars. Right. Or the shopping mall or uh, walking to work, punching in on the clock, dealing with people on the, you know, if sales are face to face in business and dealing with people outside of business. It's all an evangelistic field. An and it's all about
5: agape love. Ooh. It's all about unconditional agape love so
2: why don't you you know my just a thought why don't you name your company by that same name oh you not, did not a bad idea agape, agape, Dia, waters. agape well, waters
5: that's kind <laughs> of like uh and i have a logo that is a, a peace sign and the cross combined yes. together and that's my bat signal oh that's I like my secret, <laughs> that's my secret signal uh-huh. and uh i share it with uh whoever wants you know, to know I, I love this
2: freddie salas you know he he is so effervescent And he he just spills, literally spills Jesus every place he goes. And uh, when we were starting the show, I was asking people on Facebook if they'd like to be involved. He goes, almost before I finish typing the the question on Facebook, he replied back and goes, I want to be involved in this because he has a heart for evangelism. He has a heart for showcasing Jesus and he does it in his business and his life and his lifestyle. And I, I, I've been tracking you
5: on Facebook when you travel, right? You, you spill Jesus everywhere you go. (laughs) Yeah. Everything uh, I do is about us. It's not about me and it's not, I don't separate my relationship with Jesus in, in, in anything that I do. We're a partnership. We're joined at the hip. Oh, I like this. We're equally yoked. So why don't you give us a website for your for your? Agape uh, my Waters website coming. is www.agapewaters.com, and uh, it mentions about the services that I provide in my plumbing profession. It also mentions a little bit about my missionary work, and there's an opportunity for people that might be interested and in want to come down and do a little bit of a missionary work down yes. for the day. This is not about committing for six months or a year or two years. It's about committing for like a day. Yeah, you can come down on a Saturday and see what the. Lord if you does. know how to push a broom, we could use you. If <laughs> I've you been know, practicing if you know that. If you know how to slap a paintbrush or how to <laughs> use a rake or a shovel, uh, we could use you. Very good, Freddie Salas.
2: Uh, Agape Waters Plumbing, you know, up next, uh, we're going to unleash some saints in the workplace. We're going to reveal them to you, and you're going to be amazed. If you've ever heard about reverse mortgages, you know, there are people that are God lovers that are involved in that, and they see this as an opportunity to, in their lifestyle and actually their occupation, give people that are are retired an opportunity to to live life to the fullest all the way through their lives. We're going to talk about a couple Christians that are involved in that industry, the reverse mortgage industry, and realize how that investment uh, with them helps them uh, free themselves, a retired, per, a retired person free themselves Absolutely. to do God's bidding and God's heart. We're going to be dealing with that, Freddie. So you're going to stay with me as my co-host for th- this hour, and we're going to talk to these next people. We're going to talk about the godly perspectives of reverse mortgages and people that will help you through that so don't go away my listening friend because come together San Diego and Freddie Salas and I will be right back
0: this is come together San Diego the new live local show on am 1210 K phrase more come together San Diego it's just moments away
1: I'll tell the world, world, world.
0: Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210. k praise. I'll tell the world, world,
2: world, And we are back, and thanks for co hosting with me, Freddie Salas of Agape yes. uh, Waters Plumbing. You know, we were talking about the topic of reverse mortgage before yeah. we, bef- before the, you know, during the break, and you had an interesting thought, and this, I'm going to use this as a, your thought as a springboard to introduce our next guest.
5: Well, you know, I'm always thinking about different strategies, how we could better serve uh, God. Yes. And, and, um, as soon as I heard about this reverse mortgage, it made me think of me immediately about the fact that if you have this extra amount of cash that you get from your equity from your home, it's going to be able to free you up to be available to be of service to God. <laughs> I to love it. would be easier <laughs> to be more available to god Uh, so So, i know
2: i know these these two calling people they are they're friends of mine that deal in reverse mortgage and i said when you said that it's going to actually tee this up for them to talk a little bit more about it one of them i know for sure is a golfer and i think tee up is a nice nice word for that uh, nelson coyle and scott alexander how you doing hey bro (laughs) nelson coyle scott alexander are you there
8: Yep, I'm here. Can you
2: hear me? Yeah, I can just fine. So let's start with you, Scott Alexander, um, and your involvement with reverse mortgage. And uh, Nelson Coyle has been a longtime friend of mine, and he kind of introduced me to you. Why don't you give an overview of uh, reverse mortgage and Nelson Coyle? I know you'll chime in. Just because I know you, you'll do it. (laughs) Come on, boys. (laughs) Scott Alexander, lay it on us.
8: (laughs) Absolutely. So... One thing I always tell people, there's a lot of negative connotation when we say that word reverse mortgage. A lot of people think of the old reverse mortgages in the 70s and 80s, and the government program that was created in the 80s is, is completely different. Um, it, it's a great program for seniors over the age of 62, and just like you were saying earlier, allows them to tap into the equity they've built up in their home. They, they can borrow cash against that equity, and the neat thing about the reverse mortgage is when they borrow that money, they don't have to make a monthly payment back to the bank. The Bank basically says, "Hey, we're going to wait to get paid back until after the last borrower has passed away. At that point, the loan will get paid back. But during retirement years, it just gives them another leg on that financial stool to to pull money from their equity and help improve their retirement. Yes, yes. Um, and and just improve their retirement years while they're alive and living in the property.
2: Exactly. And you're 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 with the company called Choice Lending Group, are you not, Scott? Correct, That's Okay, correct. Nelson Coyle, color commentary, man. Mm-hmm. Lay it on us.
9: Yes, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I've been in the reverse mortgage uh, business for probably about 15 years, and so I've seen a lot of ebbs and flow in the economy, and really how reverse mortgages have been a real um, godsend for a lot of people, particularly um, retired people, older seniors who have nothing more than their Social Security to draw on, but yet have a house full of equity. So it kind of depends on how you view the equity in your home. Is it an inheritance not to be touched and given to your children only? Or is it an investment in your retirement future? So I think uh, sometimes it's a matter of getting our mind uh, focused on really what, what we need to do and sometimes have to do.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Let's get this out of the way as far as a website, Scott, uh, for Choice Lending Group. Do you have a website for us?
9: Yes,
8: uh, the website. My website is actually, I'm just going to say it. It's reversemortgagedata.com.
2: Reversemortgagedata.com. Oh, so That's correct. Very good. Now let me. I'm going to ask this question to to Nelson and, and invite you, Scott <coughs> Scott Alexander, to jump on in. Nelson, I know because you have you've been a friend of mine for more years than I have fingers on my hands. And, yeah, uh,
9: don't date yourself.
2: But I, I just say I'm I'm really much younger than you. But anyway, what I what I wanted to mention is you have a real heart for God, and you look always look for ways to help people. And so I saw when you began speaking about reverse mortgages, you this was not only an opportunity for seniors to to find a new a new and a convenient way to continue living uh, without anxiety, but it was also an opportunity for you to present. Christ's lifestyle in the manner in which you mm-hmm. present this thing. Talk a little bit about how all this and your relationship with Christ dove, dovetail together Then I'm going to ask you the same mm-hmm. Scott Alexander mm-hmm.
9: Yeah Kaz, I, I kind of got sucked into it uh, uh, you might say all financial advisors <laughs> retirement...
2: I knew he was going to do this to me boys and girls <laughs>
9: That's funny. retirement plan I, I was a retirement planning uh, specialist if you will so we all are in the business to make money and to provide for our families right i mean that's that's what we do, yes, but along the line uh the reverse mortgage program came into just really full blown uh existence, probably about ten I say about fifteen years ago, and it just caught on fire because uh there were so many people, and particularly I would run into people that literally had no money they would their husbands a lot of them were older senior women their husbands had died and um, they had no income and their house was falling down around their knees well we found out that they could access two three hundred thousand dollars of equity in their home and have a completely different change of lifestyle and that just broke my heart and really you know it was just amazing how this could this program could change people's lives and So I just saw it as a real opportunity that to really just help people. That's right. And in in the same way, I've seen I've had uh, several millionaires that uh, that just don't want to have their equity locked up in their home, and will use the reverse mortgage to uh, to get a line of credit and use the money for whatever they want when they want.
2: Yes, and you mentioned the phrase Nelson Coyle about changing a lifestyle. I know you have a heart to encourage people to change their lifestyle. I know you're a vibrant lover of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, that's the environment in which we met. <clears throat> and it's always nice to have a, jo- have a job or employment or a vision that uh, really dovetails with your uh, heart of compassion to help other people. Now, uh, and, yeah. uh, and, you know, if used appropriately, the reverse mortgage strategy can do that. Any thoughts on that, Scott Alexander?
8: Well, I know some of the financial and all that up really, really well. I, I wanted to just... I kind of tell a real brief, quick uh, story. I, I find that 75% of my clients are that um, that that widow, 75-year-old widow, right, who lost her husband. A lot of times the kids aren't around or they're on the other side of the United States or something. But I've found I've become really close to these people. I'll give you a quick story. A few months ago, one of them had called me and her toilet seat had broken. Just the, the to- It broke off and she couldn't get it back on. So I went over there and I fixed the. Tour. It took me about five minutes to fix it, but when I left, I'd stayed and talked to her for about half an hour, and we we just kind of hung out and and fellowship together. And when I left, I got the biggest hug and kiss on my cheek. And I can tell you hundreds of those stories, and that's kind of one of my ministries. I love being able to do that little thing that just mm. helps them out in ways that other people don't even imagine. Just that little thing was so huge to her and those when i get Uh, home at the end of the day that's just i love
2: that yes i can tell you my listening friend that scott alexander is a guy who goes above and beyond the call Mm -hmm. of duty and he exudes christ in his willingness to do that with the choice lending group nelson coyle uh give us an inspirational word about you and your relationship with the lord and and how you see uh workplace people being able to uh showcase god in their life and lifestyle nelson coyle uh,
9: yeah, it's just the willingness to help people to to look for that opportunity. I call it the five minute Gospel. <laughs> I, could, I, I could spend thirty minutes on telling you about the five minute gospel. But the opportunity, uh, as God will open the door to walk through it and to present uh, the love and the the um, um, the cross of Christ and to how Jesus Christ came, uh, to deliver us from ourselves, He came to save us, yes. and so so looking for that opportunity in every little nook and cranny that we can find um, is really my heartthrob, yes, and it so is. financial services is just one part of that. And you know, whether I'm playing golf or or doing reverse mortgages or going to church on Sunday or going to the grocery store, it's all kind of the same. By the way, I just wanted to mention, uh, Scott, my shower. Uh, Needs
5: a new valve. <laughs> hey, that's my job. Hey, wait a
9: minute.
2: Hey, Freddie <laughs> Salas with a copy. <laughs> See how this work is the body hey, of Christ hey, hey, at God. its best. <laughs> 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 Nelson Nelson Coyle, my longtime, uh, one of my best friends in the universe, and uh, Scott Alexander, a man whom I've observed as being a person who jumps in and goes above and beyond the call of duty. And my friend, if you are an artisan or if you are uh, a business person in the workplace environment, you have an opportunity to showcase Jesus in your actions and your words as well. And so thank you for joining us on this rather and, short. I apologize for that, Scott Alexander and Nelson Coyle. Uh, but thank you for sharing some revelation about reverse mortgages. And one more quick time as uh, a website for you, Scott.
10: It's
8: reversemortgagedata.com.
2: That's great. Thank you very much, Scott, Alexander, and Nelson Coyle. Keep your head down, man. Follow through. Quit slicing that ball. All right. Because it, te- it tests your all. faith by doing that. Amen. Right. Got gotcha. Oh, Thanks. God bless you guys. And Freddie, what a great segment.
5: Yes, it was awesome. And Thank, it's yeah.
2: funny how they kind of worked your business into their, their It's always testimony. about
5: <laughs> trying to figure out a way to be able to connect others to Christ
2: always. It's a God See? thing. It's a God yes. thing, Nelson Coyle, I, absolutely. And I know that you and, and Scott Alexander showcase that. Nelson Coyle, Scott Alexander, and my co-host, Freddie Salas of Agape Waters Plumbing. My friend, we've got more people in the workplace ministry upcoming in the next segments, so do not go away. Freddie and I will be right back.
0: You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 k prays. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more come together San Diego on k praise Now, more of come together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Prace. Here's Cass
7: Taylor.
2: And thank you. We're happy to be back. We were talking now in this hour about the workplace ministry and how, uh, you know, you have a job or or a workplace environment and uh, you can use it. God will use you and it to dovetail into ministry related things. And and my co-host for this hour, Freddie Salas with uh, Agape Water, Agape Waters Plumbing. And you were before we introduce our next guest, you had mentioned about how, you know, this is your manner of making Money, but it's also a way that you can actually springboard and other things, and you're all over the place. Right. Exactly. Briefly, briefly talk a little bit. About yeah.
5: That. Well, this is uh, you know the plumbing business that I have up here in the states yes. in San Diego, has to supplement being able to do projects down in Mexico. Yes. And so I do GoFundMe projects to get the funding for GoFundMe various uh, yes. installations down there. I've done uh, a few water filtration systems down there, as well as some pl- regular plumbing for. I worked on a medical clinic and a couple of orphanages, and I plan on doing some more. Yes, and then hopefully uh, before the end of the year, I'll have my own five hundred one c three pro uh, ministry uh, dot org. Yes, um, Agape Waters Ministry is where it'll be focusing on doing projects down in Northern Baja, Mexico. That's great.
2: And the case the case in in, in point right here is that you take your work. Part of your work is part of your ministry in a matter of uh, speaking.
5: absolutely, and uh,
2: yeah. that's a good setup for introducing our next guest. His name is Dan Simonek He is the genius behind uh, a an. In, he's very. Let me just use this pun. He's very instrumental in worship in San Diego and beyond. <laughs> right. He has Kingdom Cajon, and if you're you you know what Cajon is, we talked about right, that. Right. Freddie. Big box. The big box. Well, he does amazing things with the big box as a musical instrument. Dan right. Simonek how you doing, my friend?
10: how you can
2: <laughs> fine 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 so uh, i was appreciative uh, of of uh, freddy salis who's uh, the guest host on this hour talking about how he takes what he does with him and in many ways you do the same thing not only as a as a, an artisan who builds cajones cajones is a is kind of a drum that you sit on but you also Take your work with you because you are a professional pilot, <laughs> and you take you have to take your work with you because it's the the airplane. So give us kind of an overview of Dan Simonek, and you're a man after God's own heart. I've known you for many years. So give us a kind of an overview of you and what God is doing to you and through you, and let's tie in the Kingdom Cajon, and let's also tie in the professional p- pilot piece of the equation because you're multifaceted, Dan Simonek. Lay it on us, man.
10: Okay. Well, Cavs, um right out of high school, I worked for a corporation that bought their first airplane, and I just happened to have favor with the owner. And uh, a door opened for me to become a pilot, and it was God's favor upon it. There was favor with uh, the uh, people with uh, finances, and he just opened the door to do it. So I spent 35 years Flying and managing uh, private aircraft, setting up flight departments, uh, flying jets all over the world. And it was totally God that did this. And about 10 years ago, I started a home group in my house, and guys would come over to do worship, and we started bringing guys over from some rehab centers that just needed the Father's love. And a guy would bring his guitar, and... Play and so I thought you know it'd be really neat to have a Cajon. I had seen one played at, at church. I started studying them and I and I love woodwork. One of my first jobs when I was in high school was building cabinets. I just have a passion for woodwork. It's kind of my comfort thing. And so I went out and built a Cajon. It's like wow, well, this is okay, but there's got to be something better. And I started studying them and I started praying about it. And the Lord just started downloading and I have never played drums. I've never built drums. And pretty soon he starts downloading new ways of doing things and getting sounds that nobody's ever done. My, my. So, And so I just stepped into it. I said, okay. And, and w- Freddie, what I liked, uh, I heard your, your segment about, um, not calling the equipped. I had no equipment to do this <laughs> other than some saws and, uh, a relationship with Holy Spirit.
2: Yeah, we're and, fortunate uh, that you didn't start building saw instruments. <laughs> that Be- you, you, yeah, that that could know. that could have been. You know, I want you to meet uh, Dan Simonek. The reason he only has one finger on the right hand is because he's he, he has a saw musical <laughs> I- <Whoops>. instrument. <laughs> but then we pray for healing, and then he's then he's all set. But uh, but Dan, w- you 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 make me smile because. You know most people would go out and buy a cajon, not you you because you have a heart you, you're an artisan, and you go out and you go this is it sounds okay the first one that you built, and then you go, "I can do better and it, my friend if Absolutely. you if you saw his his cajons he he has different appendages on him every time I see him he's playing a cajon that has a, some different uh, appendage, you know, like the one man band that has the uh the guitar and the harmonica and you know and, and the and the drum kick drum and all that. this is the, these are his cajones. He creates. He's into sounds. And when he goes, you know, oh, he does something, he he trips on something, and it makes a tick sound. He goes, oh, I want that on the cajon. So he takes that Absolutely. sound, and he puts that on the cajon. <laughs> My friends, this guy is amazing, and I'll talk to you a little bit about his artisan mentality as well. But tell us a little bit about the creativity, because what what I see when I see a, a Kingdom Cajon created by Dan Simonek is I see God's creativity just... Uh, just flowing through you as the artisan, and people that play these things, they go, I want one. Talk a little bit about God giving you revelation on what to do, make these different sounds, Dan Simonek.
10: Well, one of the things I really studied was a snare sound. The typical cajon has guitar wires running up and down the face on the inside, which really creates the same sound up and down the cajon, and I didn't like that. I I wanted some separations of sound, like more like a drum kit. And so I started praying about it. I said, Lord, there's got to be a way to do this. And what I was noticing is cajon players would sit the cajon back on its two legs and play it that way. And I said, Lord, there's got to be a way to use that action to turn the snare on and off. And about two (laughs) weeks later, I wake up in the morning and I see this boomerang-shaped object in my mind. And I said, okay, I can see that, but I don't know how to work that. And literally that evening, the cajon I was playing, I took the face in the back off and by the, uh, by remembering that shape, I just cut it out with a jigsaw. And I missed all my fingers, too, Kaz, by the way. <laughs> Yay!
2: <laughs> I have to hand it to and you.
10: So I created the shape, and I said, Holy Spirit, you're going to have to show me how this works. So I drilled a hole in the bottom. I made a post for it to mount on and to attach to the snare rod that, that you would, could manually turn the snare on and off. So there's a rod that sticks out through the bottom, and I put it on the floor, And literally, it worked 100% the first time I played it.
2: Oh, my, my. And
10: I just called out, and I said, Lord, you have got to be kidding me.
2: Wow, wow, wow. So
10: now, when it sits flat, there's no snare. You have all these different tones. It sounds like toms. Wow. And then you sit back, and now you have a bass snare-type
2: Scenario. Well, Wow. Well, you know, the scripture that I'm reminded of is that he gives his children the knowledge of witty inventions, you know, in these yeah. last days, you know, whatever you do, my listening friend, whether whatever your, your skill set is or whatever, there may be innovative ways to do this, that God's going to pour into you. And one of the ways that that the children of the world are going to see that there's a separation between God kids and uh, world kids. Are, there's a level of innovation. You see this in Israel a lot of times. God's kids have innovative ways of doing things, and you are one of these artisans, Dan Simonek, that has a different way of doing things. You're not willing just to take something at the face value. You dig deeply. You do that in your spiritual life, but you also do that in, as an artisan as well. So let, let's talk a little bit about, We've got about another minute in this segment and yeah, and, and Freddie wants to make a comment here I and just, this, uh, and then we're was, gonna delve into I was just
5: wondering, segment. Dan, um you know, uh necessity is always a mother of invention, <laughs> as they say. And uh right away, uh by the way, I have a master's degree in fine arts. Um and uh so I'm a I'm a visual artist as well, mixed media. And right away what mm-hmm. I was thinking is I immediately saw an image from one of these cajones and I'm familiar with them just a little bit, but I don't know the inside part, but I immediately saw like a cutout of maybe of the cross, and I was wondering if there was a way that that could be incorporated for the acoustics in some way. Yes. So that when somebody's beating on that, they're popping out the, these these um, uh, vibrations that are coming out of the shape of the cross. Yes, it's called cross harmony. There you go, cross harmony. Yeah, I, I like this. And, you know, and if you have two of them, maybe cross references, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, or if you have two of them, it could be called a double cross, but we won't even yeah. go there. There you go. Well.
2: Yeah. So Dan, I I don't know where you want to take this. We've got a, we've got the whole next segment left, and so I need to. We'll set this next segment up because you I I was with you all last week in Washington D.C. and you your cojones made a big hit back there as we were worshiping twenty four seven. We're going to talk a little bit th- about that in the next segment, and also I want you to be thinking about what uh, Freddie said there as far as the innovation behind it and things like that. So we're going to be right back with Dan Simonek. He's going to stay for the whole remainder of the show. Oh right, and, uh, and of Great. course. Of of course, uh, Freddie Salas is going to be with me. He's yes. the co-host. After all, I'm not all. leaving. You're going to have to call <laughs> security. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so, so Dan Simonek, stay with us for the next segment as well. My listening friend, here's the deal. God is going to give you knowledge of witty inventions. The, the earth hasn't even seen the things that God is going to use to you and through you to impact others. And they can say people will say, oh, "How did you get that idea?" Well, that opens this whole opportunity for say. I want you to meet my Savior. My friend, God is doing that in the earth today like never before. Dan Simonek is one of those people, as is Freddie Salas. And we're going to talk more about that and how it will relate to and through you. Do not go away because we will be right back. Yes, we will. More. Come Together San
0: Diego with Cass Taylor is next on AM 1210. K Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor. On AM 1210,
2: K-Praise. And we are back, and co-host Freddie Salas of Agape Waters Plumbing is with me as co-host, and we have got a remarkable guest that has called in. He's a longtime friend. His name is Dan Simonek. And his company is called Kingdom Cajones. And uh, Freddie was quick to tell me what cajon means. C- cajon means, in Spanish, it means big box. That's a big box. And uh, and Dan Semenek takes the big box and he puts stuff on it. So you can call it, I guess you could call it <laughs> Kingdom Cajon and other stuff. Dan Simonek you're an amazing artisan. And uh, I, I tell you, when a person sees you, you, you know, you, what you do is you let them sit down and play it just for a minute or two. And if they have a heart towards Percussions! All of a sudden, they go. I want more. Right. You know, right. one of the one of the things right. that I've observed, and you can talk a little bit about it because I want to talk about what we did this last week in Washington D.C. But before we do, I want to I- I illustrate your creativity because you work hand in hand with other artisans, people that are that are canvas artists. You say, if you do artwork on canvas, <laughs> why can't you do it on wood? So you commission and encourage people to do artwork on uh, the the surface of your cajones. Talk a little bit about that, and I'll have. Freddie, who's an artisan as well, an artist, chime in. I know he will anyway. Right. So go, go ahead, Dan Simonek. <laughs> well,
5: Dan, I just wanted to mention that, you know, people have asked me, so you're an artist. Yeah, yeah. And I go, sure. They go, well, what kind of art do you do? And I go, what kind do you want? You know, because <laughs> right, it's just like right. I, I use the analogy of a chef. You know, a chef, you know, what yeah. do you cook? You know, what do you cook? Well, yeah. what, do you, what are you hungry for? Yeah. You, want a pu- yeah. you want a cake or you want a steak or what? You know? That's right. And it's the whole spectrum. Right. Because if we're really artists in our minds, then we can do anything. Right? Yes, and, and, and one of the things yeah. that I've
2: noticed that Dan does, he takes biblical themes or natural themes, and he encourages his art. He's got a gazillion art artist friends. He says, why don't you render this on on, on a cajon? Talk, talk a little you. bit about that. It's remarkable, not only the sound that comes out of that, but the beauty. I mean, the beauty that's in, in these instruments, Dan Simonek.
10: Um, thanks, Kaz. Um, well, my thought behind it was, you know, how often do you play a cajon and how often does it sit there? And why shouldn't it be a piece of artwork? Wow! Exactly. And why shouldn't it minister to you all the time? Right. So I started connecting with these artists and, and Jill Wyckoff was the very first and she does finger painting. And she created a couple things for me and it just started touching the hearts of people. And so I started connecting with others. And what I'm finding out and going to secular drum shows and stuff, it's a ministry tool. People do not understand what these prophetic artists are putting on there, but it draws them to it. Yes. And they don't understand it. But yes. there's something that's speaking to them through it.
2: Yes, and it's conversation so it's starters, really isn't it? It's a conversation Absolutely. starter, isn't it?
10: Absolutely. It's very exciting to see that happen, and, and I'm trying to get, you know, when we were back last week, I got connected with a couple more artists that are interested in doing the same thing. But at the same time, I'm trying to promote the artists to get their works, their canvas works out there, and uh, for people to see them. So yes. I put I put a page on my website uh, just speaking about their work and, and all the connections to get to them to see yes. what's happening, and we've seen it work.
2: Yes, and so so while you while you mentioned it's, it's the word exciting. website, why don't why don't you give the website? Well, since you mentioned it,
10: okay, it's a Kingdom Cajon, and you can either spell it with a C C A J O N J O N or K A J O N uh, dot com. Kingdom dot
2: com. Go ahead.
10: Dan. Right, and I spell my Cajon with a K because it is not a box. That's the only reason. Cajon does box, and mine are certainly different.
2: No, oh, yours so. are certainly different. Speaking of different, uh, that <laughs> that played a role this uh, this last week. We were in a place called Washington D.C. Ever heard of that? And there's a there's a venue that goes on there. It's been going on for three years. It's called 24/7 Worship and Praise in a place called David's Tent, right in the National Mall. And and San Diego and all of California brought 70 musicians and artisans into Washington D.C. last week, and we occupied that tent 24/7 worship and praising for 24 hours for the entire seven days, all of, you know, all of this, these California artisans, we descended on Washington, D.C., and we gave praises to the Lord, and Dan Simonek he was right in the thick of it at any, you know, he's also a, a great helper. He, so any time that there a need was required, he jumped in and did that. But his cajon music was... was uh, was a major part of this. And what he did is he just set a, he set a Cajon kind of in the middle of the areas and invited anybody to sit down and play. Talk a little bit about your experience about worshiping God 24 seven in Washington, DC and how the Cajons played a part, Dan.
10: Um, wow. I'm still digesting all of this. I know. I'm telling you, it was, it was so touching from the music to the ministry to the connecting of hearts. And I, I think that's, that is really huge Uh, that really impacted me was the connecting of the people from North and South California and the roots that I see growing between those and the different sounds, but people tapped into those other sounds. And what was exciting to me is each one had a set, but they invited, the door was open for other people to step in and worship with them. Yes. And that, to me that's just absolutely beautiful. It is. So yeah, I took two of my cones back there and I just left them out for everybody to play. One of them was plugged into the sound system so they could really be heard um and the other ones, it was just acoustic. But people enjoyed stepping in and just started playing percussion, and, and some of them for the first time. Yes. And that really touched my heart.
2: It's less intimidating playing a cajon because, you, you, you know, you, you, you keep beat with your foot. You might as well do it with your hands as well. And when a person sits down and they realize that the sound that is, is magnified through that, it's God-glorifying and I, I, I observed you just when somebody sits down at one of your cajons and they start playing that thing, Dan Simonek
5: smiles like crazy. Yeah, go, go ahead. One friend. thing I was thinking about, Dan, is about this drumming and how so many cultures throughout history have used this uh, ceremonial process mm-hmm. of uh, being able to get closer to God. What I like about the aspect of like using the hand is that it resonates from the palm of the hand. Right to the mm-hmm. right to the body, right to the heart. Wow, that's, and that's uh, mm-hmm. that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's what uh, I think is makes things like playing the bongos or the uh, or the djembe uh, or any kind and of drum. hand mm-hmm. drums where you actually strike your your hand on a on a skin. skin. Yes, that uh, you know it's uh, the body becomes a part of the instrument. Oh, that's well. so good, Freddie. Right. So yes. very good. That's the beauty. Of, that's what makes drumming so different. We have
2: about a minute. I know it goes fast, Dan Simonek It goes quickly. But we have about a minute in this segment. So give a word of encouragement to our listeners, and you can take it wherever you want to go, but you only have 60, oop, 59, oop, 56, 54, 50. <laughs> So Dan Simonek, lay it on us well, and of Kingdom Cajon. Well,
10: my, my encouragement to people that get ideas is to step into them. If they're from the Lord, he will show you. He will give you. He will set the stones out for you to step on. Like I said, I was not a drummer. I was not a drum builder. But currently, um, I've built this drum. I've I've, uh, submitted for patents. I now own three U.S. patents on them that nobody's ever done, so they are protected. It is for the Lord. Um, I see them. I encourage people to go out and worship with them. I send them out. So people. I have a worship set and they want to borrow one, there's usually something here for them. Um, But people... Step out in those giftings and callings that the Lord has placed upon your
2: heart. That's right, Dan Simonek, Thank you. You're, you're a good friend, and I, I love you. Love you to pieces because you're not only uh, an artisan you, you you live you live the life. And I, I tell you what, you're you're a remarkable man. I'm honored to know you, Dan Simonek, Thanks for joining
5: us. A quick word. Yeah, I just wanted to say, Dan, uh, I'm really uh, impressed with what you're doing there. I saw your website while we were here, and uh, I'm looking forward to maybe seeing if we could collaborate on something in the future. Oh, uh, I would, love, would, I would great, love to Freddy. do that. I look so, forward to that. I'll
2: be great talking nice. to you soon, okay? And, and Kingdom Sounds Cajon great. is at yeah. Com. 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 Is that right? Yeah. Dan Simonek, you're That's a cool. remarkable buddy. God bless you, my friend. Thanks, God bless, Dan. Freddie, it goes fast, Thanks, doesn't sir, it? Freddy. Yep. Well, my listening friend, this concludes the two-hour show. Can you believe a two-hour show for Come Together San Diego? We talked about the value of Hebrew and Jewish perspective in studying Scripture from Old Testament even into the new, into the now. <laughs> and... uh Freddie just flashed me a Hebrew sign that's tattooed. With, uh, it's agape. Agape. It's Greek. Greek it's Greek. So we've got to go with New Testament as well. <laughs> this is live radio. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to, to show the agape tattoo on his chest. My listening friend, that's what it's all about. Come Together San Diego. Uh, Christians, God has given a level of creativity, and we're going to talk about that on future shows as well. So, uh, Freddie, thanks for joining me on yes, this. one thank you. I have one a great hour. Time. My listening friend, Come Together San Diego. Uh 5 to 7 p.m. on Saturdays. Listen to us, but more than listen to us, be part of it. Come Together San Diego, we're pleased to have you join with us. And God bless you, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all Come Together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 1210 K-Praise. Three-star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's.